What is up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we are coming at you each and every week with a fresh service to debrief in effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than the power of conversation? I'm Mark Francis, once again in the host seat. With me to my right is the lovely Miss Alicia Battaglia. Once again, how are you? I'm very good. I'm cold all the time. Of course. Mm. It's freezing yeah, outside. Sure. <laughs> but thankfully, we've got warm heat and warm clothes. Winter is here. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> you know, but God made four seasons, and we in Winchester get a chance a perk to celebrate of living that. in Virginia yeah. is yeah, just, yes, yeah. we get to enjoy all the seasons, which I mm-hmm. love. Yeah. And with us once again, pastor of Family Life. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Is that yes. still the official title? I think so. John Avery. Sure. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Yeah. And, and I ask because maybe you can even unpack a little bit more for us the, yeah. the new roles that have begun sure. for you Yes, and yeah. what that means to right. our body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, starting January 1st, um, uh, I have um, moved into the role also of um, kind of pastor of biblical counseling. I don't know if that's going to be my title yet. I, I yeah. don't know with combining the family ministry and the and the um, biblical counseling, um, and so we'll be discussing that. But um, yeah, so I, I've moved into that role, and, and there's going to be a team of us uh, meeting together um, a couple times a month, just working through what does this look like now uh, with combining family ministry and, and the mm. biblical counseling ministry mm. together, and kind of strategizing and, and thinking, okay, what's a what's a good framework for this as we as we move forward. So we're excited. It's a lot. I mean, yeah, John Morrison is going to be phasing out or has yes. phased out yes. and uh-huh. will be around for your consults. Yes, he'll be sure. a, a tremendous resource yep. as always. Yeah. We'll be coming in and doing some sermons in mm-hmm. the near future as well. Yes. And he's ending in I think May. May. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's neat that you have a good four or five month kind of Right. Really good transition period. Yes. But that's a lot to yeah. take on. You're going to be yeah. passing the baton. Like yeah. he's mm-hmm. passing the baton yeah. on to you. And yes. Passing the torch, passing yeah. the baton, sure. passing the counseling stick. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, you're here also, and whether the church knows this or not, you know, if you were paying really close attention to the book, the Jesus Storybook Bible, mm-hmm. Every Story Whispers His Name, we went from one chapter, skipped a chapter, and moved on up a week. Mm-hmm. And you were planning on preaching this coming week. This coming week, yes. And, and Mark said, I'm not feeling so great. I'm going to yeah. call in a favor and tapped you. Yes. <laughs> what did that yeah. look like on yeah. your end of things last week? Yeah, well, Mark gave me a call, and I, I told him he was just getting me back because last February I was sick. I was supposed to do the baptism uh, class and service, uh-huh. but I, I just couldn't. Um, uh-huh. And so he he did that yeah. for me. And yeah. so yeah. I, I'm hey, returning the favor. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. this is probably, this is a one-up because this is an entire sermon that you yeah. had to prepare and crunch into that. So thank you for yeah, being was, flexible well, and jumping in and being prepared that you could do it a week in advance. Yeah. Well, I was thankful because I, and I told Mark a, a while back, maybe that's, maybe I shouldn't have told him, but um, I, when he asked if I would do this passage <laughs> several months ago, I started reading it and just enjoying mm-hmm. it a lot and just appreciating what, you know, Jesus uh, in in the passage and what he's like, and so I, I've just been kind of chewing on it for a while. So I was thankful. Mm, yeah, yeah, it just felt well, like well, that kinda... came through because from the very beginning of the sermon, throughout the whole thing, the 
glory of God, just the character mm. of Jesus was on display mm. and you just beautifully communicated that. Well, thanks, and yeah. then, Praise and I've the told you this before, but mm. I love it when you teach because the word of God just spews from you. Mm. You have God's word hidden in your heart and you, it comes out. Mm. And so, um, to be under your teaching is such a privilege. Yeah. And um, so I was thinking maybe at the end of our conversation, um, mm. if you could help us with maybe some scripture memory tips and tools of how do you do that? How sure. do you memorize scripture like that? And yeah, that's a good application. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. we'll just kind of put that on hold. Okay. But yeah. that was one thing that... Um, it, well, it always stands out when you teach. It's just mm. God's word being communicated from yeah. your heart and your mind. Yeah. And that blesses me so mm. much. Um, and I think that those are practical tools that we can use in our Christian faith and just having the word of God sure. uh, always equipping us and yeah. ready. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's debrief yeah. uh, of where the passage was, where the, the storybook, and I love the videos also. Mm -hmm. You get a chance yeah. to watch the videos and you hear this great narrator, you know, giving us the emphasis with kind of a children's storybook feel, but very mm -hmm. real for adults. Mm -hmm. And um, which, by the way, Mark is coming back and I, I saw him on Zoom today. He's feeling good and is mm. expected to come back this coming weekend. Good. But Alicia, just give us your, your rundown of kind of what you gleaned from oh, the passage yeah. beyond just the word of so, God. So, yeah, obviously. so good. Um, we, the, the passage was Luke 8, um, 40 through 56, where Jesus heals the woman uh, mm -hmm. with her issue of blood. And then Jairus's daughter, uh, he brings her back to life. And, um, the the main takeaway that I took from you drawing all of this out was behold him, mm. like behold God. And I thought that that was uh, just so timely and so perfect. Um, and one thing that stood out to me was at the the beginning, you drew out that uh, the, the crowd was waiting for him, that mm. they were that they were ready. And and I was thinking about that as, you know, Jesus the, the the Messiah had been prophesied and the mm. people were waiting for uh, the, the Messiah to come. And I'm sure that they were expecting somebody with mighty military power and prestige and all of that. Um, <clears throat> someone with authority and might. And um, here Jesus is on the scene as Messiah with very much full of authority, mm. power, and might. But how that is displayed mm -hmm. with his humility, his gentleness, his lowly heart, mm -hmm. it's not what we would expect for yeah. the Messiah that they were right. waiting on. Right. Um, and so it just is, it is neat to see when we think about from the fall of creation and the result of sin, and the chaos that that brings and the disorder that upon Jesus's arrival, he's seeing the need of the people and he's come to bring order, mm -hmm. to restore order, to restore life, to restore health, to conquer death. And we see that through his gentle and lowly heart. And who he interacts with, the, yes. the people, mm -hmm. uh, and it, the, the leaders and the religious leaders of the day, you yeah. know, were 
high and mighty and pompous and yeah. you know they would never associate themselves with the people that Jesus was right. and here he is not just associating with them but healing them and interacting yeah. with them and teaching them and yeah. it's yeah it's that humility that you see mm -hmm. the heart right. of Jesus you yeah. know you had a lot of content mm -hmm. I, I know mm -hmm. um, with with kind of four main kind of points of kind of the Mm -hmm. The heart, what, how do you describe it? The heart yeah, of Jesus? The, the heart church? of Jesus on encountered? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I start with the, the reputation of Jesus was spreading. Mm -hmm. um, the heart of Jesus was encountered. Yep. And uh, the, the deity. deity was on display. Yes. Yep. And then how much he delights in faith. In faith, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So when you are looking at a storybook Bible chapter like this, or mm -hmm. unpacking Luke 8, yeah. What what goes in your mind? You say you're really meditating on the stories and yeah. looking at kind of chapter six and seven leading up to it. Mm -hmm. How do you land on those four things yeah. out of a, a simplistic children's storybook Bible sure. chapter? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I remember hearing uh, Alistair Begg uh, years ago. He was teaching on I think it's Mark chapter two, where the four friends are so eager to get their friend to Jesus, they cut a hole in the you know, in the, in the roof and they lower him down mm -hmm. and they put him right in front of Jesus. And, you know, he said, lots of people will preach on how important it is, um, the faith of those four people or getting your friends to Jesus and make it mm -hmm. challenge people to be evangelistic. And I just really liked what he said. He said that the story is actually about Jesus, <laughs> you know, right. and, mm -hmm. it, sure. and preach Jesus because yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I, you know, I just thinking about that. And as I looked at this passage, um, that's really what, I wanted to communicate was uh, he is just so amazing. Mm -hmm. And and it really, we, we see his divinity. How can you tell somebody you're made well? Mm -hmm. Not, nobody can say that. Right. You know, yeah. uh, but but him. And and, uh, and and so, and and again, I, I really love the idea of what he said to the woman and by calling her daughter mm -hmm. and just that how he was, for her, he wanted to communicate that, you know, there's really no one else around except for you. And then you just see the heart of Jesus for, for people. And, and he is that way for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, just to, really to personalize it. You yeah. Know? I mean, mm -hmm. these aren't just stories. Right. This is something that really happened. Yeah. And so we can look at the text of being God's word and mm -hmm. what Jesus did and, and see the heart of God, see the character of mm -hmm. God. Yeah. I remember you said something to the fact of, uh, is it? When he's saying, come to me all here, weary and heavy laden, that's yeah. the one spot where we really see Jesus' heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Unpack that a little bit more for us, because yeah. I'm trying to really understand this idea of the heart of yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and how do yeah. you see that out of that passage? Yeah. Well, again, uh, you know, the, the Bible talks about the heart, and the heart is like um, Proverbs um, 4.23 you know, from the heart is the wellsprings of life. So mm -hmm. above all else, guard your heart, for from it flows the wellsprings of life. And and so it's it's who we are. And and um and I was I was reading this book by Dane Ortland and it's called Gentle and Lowly. Yeah. And he just comments that uh, you know this this is the only place where Jesus actually says, This is what my heart is like. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so then he he shows that in in how he treated the woman. I mean she was she was unclean, and he and, and you know he touched her, he talked to her, and and uh, just showed her incredible love, and and you know I, I kind of put myself in Jairus's position there for a moment and just thought we're supposed to be going, you know we're, right we're, yeah we, this and, is <laughs> it, like don't I shouldn't be interrupted. This is much more urgent. Yeah, like my yeah. my well, child totally is like dying. That. Be like 
yeah. I'd be dragging Jesus. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah. what are you thinking? What are you doing? Right. Don't, I don't care about these other people. Like, yeah. get, get to my yeah. house. Yeah. And, and just no. the sovereignty of God and how it all mm. works out while he's speaking, you know, someone comes and says, it's too late. Don't even bother mm. him anymore. Mm. You know, and, and Jesus just turns to Jairus in, a, in, a, in the, his heart, mm. yeah. you know, because if I were told that one of my kids had just died, don't worry about it. <laughs> I can't imagine your world, right. you know, and, and yeah. so then he just looks at him and says, just only believe and, and she will be made, made well. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Here and there's the, our God who has full authority over life and death, yeah. but he's responding in love and concern. Yeah. And the woman, uh, I just, I can so, um, imagine her situation, especially being a woman mm-hmm. and, um, and I know that there's many people, male or female, who have chronic illness. Mm-hmm. And here she is, a woman who's been having this issue for 12 years. And um, because of it, she's been um, identified <clears throat> as unclean. So I can only imagine the shame that comes mm-hmm. from that. She can't be with the crowds. She has. She's isolated. She's mm-hmm. alone. And um, so I imagine to be in the crowd of people... And to anticipate, oh, Jesus, I, I've heard of him. If I could just touch touch his garment and just the anticipation like that probably stirred some measure of hope in her heart. Mm-hmm. And But then um, to think that, okay, if I touch him and... I think maybe she's, I'm wondering if she's like, if I, if I touch him, is it kind of like st- stealing a healing maybe because mm. of her response? She says, and when the woman, or it's the, in verse 27, mm. and when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling mm-hmm. and falling down before him and declared mm-hmm. in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. Mm. So I think that she probably was like, did I did I do something wrong? But yeah. she was out yeah. of desperation, yeah. grasping for the Savior, mm-hmm. clinging to Christ yeah. with what the only thing that she knew to do. Yeah. And yeah. then he responds to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Yeah. So he stills her heart. He gives her peace yeah. um, in the midst of that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a Savior. Like right. what right. a way to minister to yeah our trembling hearts because fear is fear is natural. Like mm-hmm, yeah. in any of these situations, I mean, mm-hmm. we see fear happening and he's, he brings peace mm-hmm. to that fear. And what did she yeah. do when she, you know, was at her last hope or whatever, thinking, okay, Jesus, you know, I need Jesus to help me. And mm-hmm. she has that faith with that, still that fear. I know, John, you I appreciate your stories, you know, saying, you know, you're driving to church and, you know, mm-hmm. you start getting filled with thoughts and anxiety and fear. And what are you, what's your reaction? Okay. I can focus more on myself or mm-hmm. I can go straight to God, yeah, right. yeah. straight to Christ, straight to his word yeah. to alleviate fears. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there's an example from scripture right. yeah. of that's the thing to do. That's the thing to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know you say that the stories are about Jesus, but mm-hmm. I also can't help but looking at the other characters in the story mm-hmm. and what you know what was going on behind the scenes of Jairus mm-hmm. and this woman to where that brought them to mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, or even and, even the story before when and you had mentioned this when Jesus calms the storm mm-hmm. and he says to his disciples, "Where is your faith?" And, and I thought about that question because, um, in, 
in so many situations of life, I find myself putting my faith in what I want the outcome to be. If God can just do it like this and then like this mm -hmm. and then this is the outcome or if God would just do this in this relationship or do this with our yeah. finances or whatever. It's, yeah. it, it's completely missing the point mm -hmm. where I'm putting my faith in the object of, that's not mm -hmm. where my faith needs to be in. And so yeah. the question is like faith, well, faith is only as good as the object of our faith. And so obviously the person of Christ is, he is the object of our faith. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, I, I'm in the middle of reading Job right now. And when Job says, though he slay me, I will hope in him, you know, I will argue my ways to his face face. So I think, okay, if, can I be like Job to think that if all of the outcomes that I have anticipated that God says no to that? Is he still the object of my faith? Mm. Do I have unwavering trust in who he is and his character, mm. knowing that he's the sovereign God and he's good? Mm. And this is his heart, yeah. one of love and compassion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was reading and uh, something about when, when Jesus said to the disciples, he said to them, let's go to the other side. That's all they needed to hear. Mm. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. He already told them, we're, we're going to go over there. Yeah. And in the middle comes a storm and they're like, we're not going to make it. But he already said, let's go, let's over go to, to this side. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I just thought it was just interesting just in that little phrase because it, oh yeah, he already said we were going to do it. Good enough for me. But I, I they understand that. They lost their focus. Sure. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like we all do. People. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> like exactly. I just thought that that was, that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're all sheep. Uh, yeah. You know, right. Needing right. to be led. But I, I think yeah. of, again, the heart, of, going back to the heart of Jesus and the character of who he is, and the more we get to know him, then the more we can have confidence yeah. in him. Right. And so these little snippets of stories are only just pieces of what he he did. Right. And how can we grow in our knowledge of him? Mm -hmm. And I, I got to think that that was kind of our your end mm -hmm. point, yeah. you know, the wrap up. If you could summarize right. all of this, yeah. you know, what would you say again to the congregation to what does this mean to us? Yeah, I, I think it, like what you were saying um, earlier, it, it does come down to beholding him. Mm -hmm. it, it comes down to, you know, he who comes to him must believe that he is. And and there's so much to that because of who he is. He, he really is sovereign and he really is in control and he really is working and he really, you know, um, we really can trust him with our lives because he said we can, mm -hmm. you know, and and so this idea of beholding him and um, what I was trying to communicate when I shared that story, and I don't know if I, if I did it, but when I, the, the anxious thoughts that number one, I, I started to think about, I was dwelling on, mm. um, I, I was thinking about a situation and I, and then I went to the what ifs and then that was not good and that was bothering me. And, um, and, and so, you know, I, I, I was doing about 10 minutes of that. Mm. Mm. And, uh, and then I just thought, you know, I, Okay, I, I need to go to the Lord with this. And so for me personally, the best way that I go to the Lord is just to start thinking on his word. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I think of um, Philippians 4, 8, finally, mm -hmm. brethren, whatever is true, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, um, is right. And is it honorable? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anything <laughs> yeah. of excellence and, you know, all, all the pure things. and lovely. Yeah. All the think on these things. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I just want to 
And, and to me, that, that carries with it the idea of taking refuge in him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm just going to him, and I'm, I want to think his thoughts mm-hmm. after him. And I, don't, I, I think that's the best place for us to be. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't mean that things aren't true, are happening around me that are, might be bad. But it, it gets my focus on him, and, uh, and, and it helps me have the perspective that, yeah, things can be bad, but he's still working. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I went to the, this story in the Matthew account, and mm. um, they, when, right before Jesus is interrupted by Jairus, um, mm. here he's talking with his disciples about fasting and um, and, and then after he heals the girl and the woman, he heals two blind men, and then he heals the demon-oppressed man. And then uh, he says, and this is from uh, Matthew 9, starting in verse 35, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, which this is... This is where I think beholding him and then seeing what he's called us to do, it's with these eyes of compassion, uh, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into this harvest. And I think that that is... um, such a unique call for us because yes, we're to go out and proclaim the gospel, but it's with this heart of compassion. Mm -hmm. That's why he is calling these laborers. It's because he's seeing the need out and there's a compassionate heart behind it. Mm -hmm. And for us, beholding Christ, beholding who he is as this glorious, authoritative, powerful, mighty, gentle, lowly Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the gift that we can bring yeah. to our brothers and sisters in Christ and to those who don't know him. Mm-hmm. And at least yeah. you're right with really knowing him through his word mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. understanding his character from that standpoint. So I'll let's ask that question mm-hmm. of, of John where yeah, you have these Bible Passages give us some tools. In, oh boy, your, give us some scripture brain. help. What, is, yeah. what does it take for you to really hide God's word in your heart? Yeah. Um, and I appreciate, Alicia, what you're saying because, you know, there's, I, I like the so that verses um, mm-hmm. in the Bible, you know, um, like we were saved, like Ephesians 2 7 that I mentioned, so that, you know, we, we're going to mm-hmm. be objects of his kindness. Or 2 Corinthians chapter 1, where it talks about. He's the God of all comfort, and we've experienced his comfort so that we can mm-hmm. comfort those in, who mm-hmm. are experiencing any affliction. And, and, I, and I see that, um, that, we, that we hide God's word in our heart or we treasure it in our heart um, uh, because I, I think what he says in, in uh, John 17, 17, he says, um, uh, sanctify them by the truth, your word is truth. And so sanctification, I believe, is becoming more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why are we going to become more like Jesus? Well, because Jesus, we will become more, more like Christ in his character, which is the fruit of the Spirit, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we'll become more like Christ in his priorities. And he, he loved people. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He loved his Father. He, he submitted to his Father. He said, I don't, want to, I don't say anything on my own initiative, only what my Father right. tells me. And I, so I think that's what he's going to make us into, mm-hmm. is someone of the fruit of the Spirit, 
and um, who has the priorities of Jesus, uh, obeying the Father, loving the Father, and loving others. Which is so cool because here you see the fellowship of the Trinity in this oneness, and he is inviting us into that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so for me, for me personally, what I uh, do is, and again, this just works for me, and sometimes it doesn't work for me because I get clogged. Yeah. And I and I have to take a <laughs> yeah. break because I, yeah. I just you know I like I I had started Psalm 16 and I have the first three verses but I just can't get verse four and so I just set it aside and I said oh, I'll come back and I haven't gone back to it because <laughs> I just can't get it <laughs> um, but but for me um, I I'll, I'll take a, a chapter a, a smaller chapter and I'll I'll just read through it and read through it and read through it and. Um, become familiar with it. And then I'll just go um, verse by verse. Hmm. And when I do verse by verse, you know, for example, if I, um, if I did Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Well, I might say that 20 times. Um, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord, you know, and, and I'll just keep saying it. And then when I, when I, when I think I have it, then I'll add the next phrase. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, you know, so verse one, I ha I'll have really, you know, down, and then and then I'll move to verse two. Do you do like um, picture associations with the, you know, each verse to help you remember? Yeah, sometimes I guess <laughs> I, I like yeah. sometimes that's what I try to do. Sure. Is like yeah, that's, think of yeah. an image in my mind to help right. me remember. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's good. I for me, I I, I think it's, I just it's it's repeat, 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 repeat. Um, Some people um, are benefit yeah. from music, like putting it to music, yeah. like if you're musically yep. inclined yes. yep. to right. make it a song. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll listen to Shane and Shane a lot and they do a lot yes. of songs, yeah. but then they, yeah. they, they, they sing them totally different from what I'm memorizing. And I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> yeah. listen to that. Uh, but, uh, and so it, for me, it's a repetitive thing. But one of the things that I come back to personally is um, it's a repetitive thing, but it's a relational thing. You know, I, I don't, I don't ever want to lose sight of that yeah. because it's, it's, it's not just to get stuff in my head. Not just memorizing words. No, yeah. no. Can I, can I read something that yeah. I brought? Yep. And it's funny that we're talking about it because I thought, well, I'll bring this. So there's a, there's a great book. It's called Reclaiming the Lost Art of Biblical Meditation. Hmm. And you don't have to memorize to meditate. Mm -hmm. Some people really struggle with memorizing. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a chore. And so if you're listening and you're thinking, well, I can never do that, that, but you can meditate because we're all yeah. meditating on something. It's right. just a matter of what we're meditating on. Right. And, and so uh, Robert Morgan uh, wrote a book. It's just a small little thing. And I've used it for our discipleship groups. And, the, and to, almost to the guy, they've said, this is my favorite book. And uh, it's just ways of meditating, helpful things. And, but he first spends a lot of time in talking about how important it is and why we do it. And it has to do with our relationship with Jesus and getting to know him. It's relational. But he says... Um, uh, let's see. He was talking about Asaph uh, pondered God's word. He meditated. As Asaph pondered God's word, he meditated on God himself. And that's the key. Biblical meditation, meditation isn't just a matter of meditating on scripture. It's meditating on the God of scripture. Beyond the sacred pages, we see the Lord. It's not just the word itself, but the word himself, the incarnate word. We're to meditate on the essence, the personality, the holiness, the faithfulness, the changelessness, the goodness, the greatness, the power, the love, the majesty, and the grace of our God. We're to contemplate the incomprehensible, see the invisible, ponder the imponderable, and marvel at the mystery of him who is the three in one and one yet three. 
He is the Ancient of Days, whose comings and goings are from old, even from everlasting. And so he's referring to Psalm 77, 11 through 15. I this sounds like John 1 to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, you know, right. The word became flesh yeah, and yeah. dwelt among us. Yes, yeah. And, and he's, he's saying, here's Psalm 77, 11 through 15. I shall remember the deeds of the Lord. Surely I will, I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your work and muse on your deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your strength among the people. You have, by power, redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob um, and, and Joseph. And so it's just this, we're, we're just remembering who God is, and mm-hmm. we're getting to know him through his word. Hmm. Um, and so. that's great. I mean, for me, I'm thinking about your question, Alicia, how do you memorize? Yeah. A majority of the scripture that I have memorized, I probably learned when I was a kid. Mm. and that's good and bad Mm. but I I mean I definitely know more scripture since I've been an adult but the actual true memory word Mm -hmm. for word is when I was a kid Mm -hmm. put to music sing song we song it's great and you know (laughs) when you're a child you're more of a sponge Mm -hmm. something about the older we get the more difficult and challenging Mm -hmm. it is Yeah. Yeah. but there's still the art of doing it repetitively Mm -hmm. right yeah and digging into it to where you're meditating on it, you're thinking it through, and mm-hmm. you're repeating it. And whatever works for you, whether yeah. you write it down or whether yeah. you memorize it or you put word pictures to it or you put it yeah. to songs, yeah. anything that you're doing, you're looking at God's Word. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's I think, where God wants us to be. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I didn't mention, and, and it's huge, and, I, and I'm glad because I, you made me think of it, and that is one of the things that helps me a lot is um, – I pray, I pray it. Mm. Um, and and yeah. because that is 1 John 5, um, 14 and 15, um, you know, talks about the idea of asking any, ask, when we pray, ask according to his will. Mm-hmm. And if we ask according to his will, he hears us mm-hmm. and, and we have whatever we ask. And so, and, and that's the confidence that we can have. Well, I know that if I'm praying God's will, it's, or God's word, it's his will. Right. You know, because yeah. it's truth. And, yeah. and so I, I turn it into a prayer mm-hmm. and, and, mm. And f- sometimes I paraphrase it, and that, but a lot of times I just do word for word. Mm-hmm. You know, I will bless the Lord at all times. Mm-hmm. His praise shall continually be in my yeah. mouth, you know, and then I'll go back and then I'll pray it, yeah. you know, and say, Lord, I, will you help me to bless you at all times? You know, will you That's one of my me? favorite psalms. Yeah, yes. right, yes. right. <laughs> you, you know, will you help me to magnify your name? Yeah. And, and that helps me remember it, you yeah. know, but then... Oh, that's such good stuff. And I bring up, I bring up the, the kid aspect because yeah, as yeah. parents, right? I again, and you look back and you're like, okay, I always could do better. But, you know, it's spending time with your kids to call us as a family to look at scripture together. Mm-hmm. And yep. if you and if kids' minds are sponges, well, let's right. put God's mm-hmm. truth into them. Great you know, opportunity. If we can. Yeah. So you're not losing that title of no. pastor family life. That's right. right. That's so, right. No, yeah, no, gotta, you're right. And got to keep pointing and, and families even to the, scripture. Um, opportunity for growth thing that people took home with them you know yeah. right yeah yeah the opportunities yeah so thanks for bringing that up as we wrap this up right here in our conversation yeah. of the sermon and the sermon spotlight part of the entire worship experience was that spiritual checkup mm-hmm. and that's part of your role as family life and kind of initiating yeah. that mm-hmm. one of the things i said from the stage when i was leading was i just appreciate the leadership of mm-hmm. our church yeah. to call us to do that mm-hmm. because i mean how many times do we have businesses and our bosses call us to write a business plan or we feel like, okay, every year we should go to the doctor for a checkup. Well, mm-hmm. how many times does do churches in America or anywhere around the world call their bodies to, on a regular routine basis, where are we spiritually? Mm-hmm. And so 
give us a little bit more background of that and yeah. kind of the, the hope of what do we want to continue to accomplish with these mm -hmm. spiritual checkups? Because yeah. I think it's relevant. We did it this past weekend. Right. It's the right. new year. Yeah. So yeah, speak you know, on that for a second. Sure. Um, I had a had a great class. It was called Spiritual Formation and Self-Counsel. And, um, and, and it was uh, had to do with asking yourself questions. Um, and you, you don't, you don't do the self counsel, obviously, apart from the word of God and asking his spirit to, you know, Psalm 139, 23 and 24, search me, O God, and, and tell me if there's anything mm. in me, any hurtful way, you know, and lead me in your everlasting way. And, and, and so it's this, it, it's, it's good to just reflect and say, how am I doing, um, mm. in my relationship with Jesus? Mm -hmm. How, how am I doing as a husband? Uh, am I, am I being an encouragement to, to Susan? How am I doing as a as a parent? Mm -hmm. And and so just asking ourselves those kinds of questions. Um, it, it's not meant. And knowing it's okay to change your answer because sure. like I when yeah. I filled it out, yeah. And then I started thinking about it later in the day, and I was like, Lord, I really I think I circled the wrong one. <laughs> but God knows. There's no judgment on that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're watching. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We, we we have Thankfully cameras. Thankfully, my and we name have, wasn't yeah, on it. That's right. That's right. And you know the heart behind it is. Um, is not, uh, are you doing this? Right. That's not the heart behind <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it's the heart is, is that questions can help us think. Mm -hmm. Jesus was the master of, of asking questions. Mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. the father, you know, he didn't say, Adam, you're behind the bush. Come on out. He's, he knew where he was, yeah. but yeah. he asked him so that Adam would think, yeah. right. where are you? Right. You know, and, and, and so the disciples, it's, where's your faith? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and so just asking questions helps us to think. Mm -hmm. And that's the point. Mm -hmm. And, and, and hopefully point us back to, um, this is where I need, need to trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. where I need to bring his word into this. Mm -hmm. No, that's yeah. great. And that really helps wrap up our time here because in that, um, spiritual checkup packet was an insert that mm -hmm. John, you halfway referenced here about us highlight that again, you can go online, fbcva.org, find that you can easily go online also and go to the calendar and see what are the activities and events and things that the church is doing to mm -hmm. assist us yeah. in this growth process. Sure. Um, the Home Center is another great resource. So I'm not going to plug one specific thing right now. I'm just mm -hmm. going to plug, look at that, that take-home insert mm -hmm. and find ways that we can grow, find the ways that we can connect with the body, and find ways that we can serve the yeah. body. That's great. And no matter where you are, no matter how able or potentially you might think you're not capable, there's still ways that you can for sure do those three things, yeah. grow and connect and serve here at FBC. Amen. And so... Um, that is the final plug. I mean, no one specific announcement. And guys, thanks so much for being here. It's exciting yeah. to get a chance to chat again. John, thank yeah. you again. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you, John, um, you, so yeah, much. Thank you we'll look forward to having love Mark back. Love it when back. you preach. Oh, thank you. I love yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. The, the, God's word is, is there for us. So, <laughs> And we should always be pointed to Christ. And the fact of the matter, guys, that sermons are not meant just to take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. So until next week. Much love and God bless.